The definition of commercial insurance is insurance secured through a private insurer. So you think of a Blue Cross or United, and it's insurance that is not Medicare Advantage, nor is it managed Medicaid. So people who have commercial insurance have either bought it themselves, called retail, or are insured through their employer, which is called group insurance. Welcome to the ACO Show. Today, Josh and Brian are joined by Jennifer Heffernan, Director of Commercial Payer Performance at Allidade. They discuss the difference between Medicare, Medicaid, and commercial payers, and how Allidade works with commercial payers. They also talk about the benefits both patients and commercial payers experience when joining an ACO. Welcome to the ACO Show. I'm Josh Israel, a Medical Director at Allidade, joined by my co-host, Brian Chiglinski, who is Allidade's Senior Director of Communications. And we're delighted today to welcome Jennifer Heffernan. Jennifer is the Director of Commercial Payer Performance at Allidade. Welcome to the ACO Show, Jennifer. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Brian. I'm excited to be here. We think about Allidade's lines of business or books of business. In other words, the various types of contracts we enter into. We think about them as Medicare, Medicaid, commercial. You're the Director of Commercial Payer performance. So why don't we start with the simple question of what does it mean to say commercial insurance? Commercial insurance is what most of us have for our insurance. It's what I and, and my family have insurance through our employer. So the definition of commercial insurance is insurance secured through a private insurer. So you think of a Blue Cross or United, and it's insurance that is not Medicare Advantage, nor is it managed Medicaid. So people who have commercial insurance have either bought it themselves, called retail, or are insured through their employer, which is called group insurance. So thinking about kind of the proportion of the market that actually represents about how many Americans, roughly speaking, have commercial insurance and rely on that for their coverage? Most of us, about 56% of Americans have commercial insurance. When we make contracts with commercial payers, Allidade of course, tries to bring value, tries to bring better outcomes to patients. What qualifies as success for a company like Allidade when we get into a contract with a commercial insurance payer? So to your point, Josh, obviously our goal is always to make sure that the patient is getting the best care possible, highest quality of outcomes. We're also looking to control costs, of course, and improve the larger healthcare system. So that's measured through a few different ways in commercial contracts. First, there's a quality gate. Almost all commercial contracts have a quality threshold that uh, an ACO like Allidades has to pass in order to share in any savings that are generated. So generally, there's a host of quality measures that are included in the contract. We commit to exceeding performance thresholds on the individual measures and in aggregate across that set of measures. Once we've achieved that threshold, then we're evaluated on our cost. If the actual experience of the cost incurred by Allidate attributed patients over the course of the performance year is less than the benchmark, then we have generated savings through the ACO and we get to share in it again, as long as we've hit that quality benchmark. It sounds like in a lot of ways, the basic framework is relatively similar to MSSP, where you have a benchmark set and then you know performance better than that benchmark leads to shared savings. There's this one aspect though that we've heard about in our commercial contracts that's a little different called the ratchet. Could you explain a little bit about what the ratchet is 
and how it impacts our future success. Sure, Brian. So the ratchet is a term coined by colleagues at Allidade. It's a good term to describe the impact of savings on our future year potential for performance. So imagine in this year, our benchmark was $100 and we came in at $90. So we've generated $10 of savings. That's fantastic. There's a split between the payer and the ACO. So say the ACO gets to keep five of those dollars and the payer keeps five of those dollars saved. Now, as we go into the next performance year, our benchmark is ratcheted down hence the term ratchet, to account for the fact that uh, we generated $10 in savings in the prior year. So now in this next year, our benchmark is $90. And we have to achieve savings that come in underneath that ratcheted benchmark. And so it's a topic of a lot of conversation at Allidate, and I'm sure at other ACOs nationwide, because it, it creates challenges in out years. Our, our savings in this year, our success in this year impacts our opportunity in future years. And so we need to get creative and targeted in our approaches to generating savings to ensure the sustainability of the commercial line of business and the longevity of these contracts. Do payers know that this sort of contract essentially means you have to get better every single year indefinitely and expect that, or it's just something they haven't really thought about and they're just making this year's contract? I believe they know. I can't speak for all of the payers and and their individual strategies. I I believe they're aware of of the diminishing returns year over year. I imagine that, that some of the contract design is meant to take into account what the literature says is waste in, in the system. We know that there's a, a lot of opportunity for savings if we can squeeze out inefficiencies, ensure that patients are getting top quality care, they're going to the right specialists, et cetera. And so perhaps that informs their decision to structure contracts this way. From our point of view, though, we'd like to pursue alternative ways of of structuring our benchmarks year over year so we can make these arrangements more sustainable in the long term. I know that in 2022, Allidade will be working in contracts with over a million patients. How many of those will be in commercial contracts? So I can't quote the exact number for 2022. In performance year 2021, we have about 490,000 patients attributed to Allidade ACOs through commercial contracts. And let's maybe getting from the scale and the operations to pulling out to like a 30,000 foot view. I think Allidade was created as this company that really specialized in the MSSP program and really found success in Medicare shared savings and helping independent providers take advantage of that program and succeed there. So why this pivot and uh, this, this expansion into commercial contract? What is the goal for the company? What are we trying to do? What do we see as the benefit to, to doctors and, and their practices for this? There are a lot of benefits to, to being in the commercial line of business. One, so, so reflect back on, on the share of people across the country who have commercial insurance, you know, over half of Americans have commercial insurance. So that means that a, a lot of practices nationwide rely on commercial insurance to sustain their practices. That makes up a, a big chunk of their patient populations. So in contracting with a commercial line of business, a commercial payer, 
that means that for existing Allidade practices, we can expand the share of their patient population that's in an Allidade contract, which has huge ramifications on their workflows, on the efficiencies they can gain on, on the standardization of the work they do. They can start to practice or increase the way they practice true population health when more and more of their patient population is included in contracts with these kind of aligned incentives that leverage the Allidade app and our excellent field team support model and things of that nature. So that's the value to existing practices. Additionally, we're able to, to grow the number of practices we have by joining forces with commercial insurers. It allows us to introduce ourselves to practices that we have yet to engage with through their commercial patient population. So it helps us to grow. And from there, then, of course, we can continue to expand into MSSP, MA, managed Medicaid, all the lines of business. And then finally, the biggest reason that we can and, and do and should continue to engage in the commercial book of business is because it's the right thing to do. Allidate is a mission-oriented organization. We believe in transforming the U.S. healthcare system through centering primary care. I think the, the more that we can elevate our primary care practices by getting them these value-based contracts across all of their patient population, the more successful they will be and the more lives will be positively improved. That makes a lot of sense. So the more patients that any physician has in value-based contracts, the more likely they are to pay attention to, to value-based issues. In the commercial space, what do you see as the, the biggest opportunities for bringing down cost and improving health? There are certainly opportunities in, in the commercial book of business. It's different from our other populations, specifically you referenced earlier, MSSP as, as being Allidade's foundation and, and what we uh, have, have built a lot of our competencies around. The commercial population is extremely heterogeneous. It ranges in, in age from zero to 64. The needs of the population are so different. And the cost drivers are different, uh, where we might see with MSSP that inpatient hospital stays are the largest cost driver. That's just not the case in, in the commercial book. And so what we're looking at, specifically, of course, specialist costs are a huge cost driver and an opportunity for us to focus Within specialists, we're thinking about musculoskeletal conditions, behavioral health. Those are areas where we see a lot of utilization at times without corresponding outcomes. And we're digging into opportunities to impact those. Additionally, there's, there's room to experiment simply in site of service redirection. So there are procedures that occur in a hospital setting, for instance, that don't need to happen in a hospital. They could happen in an ambulatory surgery center. And when you, you redirect that site of service, you see a, a pretty significant cost savings without any impact to the member or to the patient. And what's more, they might see a financial benefit from that, depending on the benefit structure and, and the copay associated with the site of service. And so I think as we progress in our sophistication and managing the commercial patients, we'll be thinking about opportunities to empower our practices 
to refer their patients to the right settings for care and to the right specialists, the right people for care to make sure they're optimizing quality and, uh, and receiving value. One thing that I hadn't really appreciated until we started doing commercial work here at Allidate is that payers will just sometimes not pay for certain things depending on their population. For example, Medicare will pay for physicians to have extended conversations about end of life planning with its patients because they know that if you help patients get the care they want at the end of life, it's it's better care for the patients and brings down costs. But Medicaid, for example, if you submit that same billing code to Medicaid or even many commercial plans, they simply won't pay for it. They have figured out that their mortality rates are so low that having end of life conversations isn't really a, a useful intervention. So that, that's been a sort of a surprise for me. I assume you see that across all sorts of different contracts. We do, we do. And that, that speaks to some of the challenges of the heterogeneity of, of the population, not just of the population, but of the, the benefit structures of, of the coverage they receive. Our commercial population includes HMO patients as well as PPO patients. Some of them are on a narrow network. Some of them are on a, a broad open network. And so all of those factors perhaps are, are not ones that our practices would be used to thinking about as they're referring a, a patient for care, but really makes a significant difference to the overall you know, costs associated with our ACO, but, but also makes a difference to the costs incurred by our patients. And we need to look out for them as well. So Jennifer, uh, one of the things that has been really interesting about Allidade's growth in the commercial space, from my perspective, has been learning how each payer is different depending on their geography and how much of it is kind of, you have these unique characteristics of each payer depending on the state and the market that they work in. And that's been, that's been really interesting coming from, you know, working on a federal program like Medicare that's pretty uniform across the country to these really unique types of, of payer partners. Uh, across the country. I'm wondering from your perspective, kind of having been in this space, um, as long as you have, what has surprised you about the commercial line of business at Allidaid or, or our commercial partners? Has there been anything that's kind of caught your attention and been unique? It's a great question. I, I don't know that a ton has surprised me in large part because, because I'm coming from a commercial insurer. That's where I was most previously employed. So I've seen firsthand some of the challenges on on the other side that then we feel the the pain of um, as as representing the ACOs. So the data lags, for instance, and the the challenges in, in maintaining uniformity, even within one insurance company, but across different regions, the disparate needs associated with a population, not just kind of regionally, but even in some of our denser urban markets, you know, block by block, there could be different needs. So I'm not too surprised by the challenges that, that we face or the characteristics associated with a commercial line of business. I'm more energized and excited by them. It's, it's really complex and requires a lot of precise targeted approaches to, to managing cost and quality and healthcare outcomes. But, you know, circling back to my prior comment, I think it's the work that needs to be done. 
you know, my family, your family likely, you know, almost most of the people we know are insured by, by commercial payers. And so I love that Allidade has, has taken on this challenge, not just for the patient populations, but also for the practices, helping them find a way to, um, to serve these patients despite complicated bureaucracies and opaque you know, benefit structures. And I'm very confident that with Allidade's commitment to a data-driven approach, and our you know, personalized approach with the practices that, that will continue to be successful in this book. Yeah, that's really great. I love how it ties to Allidade's mission of making sure that everyone has access to the high quality care that you get through value-based care, whether you're covered by Medicare or a commercial insurer or Medicaid, making sure that, that your physician is able to work with that coverage and that you get the benefits of that quality care. It dovetails nicely with our overall commitment to improving healthcare across the U.S. Jennifer Heffernan, we are so thankful that you were able to join us and share some of the insights on Allidade's commercial line of business as our Director of Commercial Payer Performance. And uh, thanks so much for taking the time with us. Thank you, Brian. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, Josh. This episode of the ACO Show was produced by Leanne Priede. Our theme music is by Donna Korn. You can find previous episodes on our website, Allidade.com, or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.